Welcome back to Trading 360. I'm Nicole Petalides. It is time for our 360 round, live from the New York Stock Exchange. And the Dow is down 284 points. I feel compelled to take a look at it because at any moment I feel like we've had so much volatility. We are going to dive into Beyond Meats earnings. Our panel is ready. Brian Holland, Senior Analyst for Sustainable Food and Healthy Living with Cowan. And John Baumgartner is with us, Managing Director of Equity Research for Food, Healthy Living at Mizuho Securities USA. Thank you both for being with us. So, Brian, I'll start with you. You did lower your price target. You brought it down here um, to a level that's actually lower than the current level on Beyond Meat. What are you thinking here? Are they doing something wrong or right? Well, you know, management's asking investors to trust them while delivering disappointing results and offering little visibility into when both sales and margins inflect. So I think the rate of cash burn that we're looking at right now is um, is, is very concerning. Um, I, I think slowing sales, increased competition, and rising costs are precar- a precarious position for a company to be in against the current macro backdrop. Yeah, the competition is a big one because when they first came out, it seemed like they were a real novelty, doing something very different, John. Um, You also lowered your target. It's been an exciting run. They've worked with really notable companies, Tim Hortons, KFC, McDonald's. I mean, it's been no joke. They've had the best placement in Whole Foods. John, what's going wrong here? Why do you have to lower your target more? Well, I mean, we think at this point, there's some you know concerns about how fast the market can grow. I mean, back during COVID, plant-based meat sales were up about 40%, you know, along with the rest of the retail industry. We saw you know declines of 6% last year, 3% year to date now. So we think there's, there's a general recognition that this market's not growing as quickly as it may have been you know, expected you know, back three years ago uh, when Beyond Meat IPO, in addition to a slowing market, we are seeing more competition coming in, whether it's impossible, whether it's private label, you know, smaller brands that are out there, even Kellogg, for example. Uh, it is getting to be a much more crowded environment. And food service, to your point, you know, is really not developing as quickly as expected. You know, we've, we've seen a retrenchment uh, in Canada. You know, they've lost Duncan in a couple of states. So you know, overall, we're really not seeing you know, real momentum on the food service side of the business either at this point. Yeah, I left out Duncan. You're right. Duncan was another one where they had um, a partnership as well. So it's really, this is a fundamental problem then. If people are not jumping in and saying, hey, I want more plant PLTs, plant lettuce, tomato burgers, Brian, um, that's problematic coupled with the increase in competition and the price point. It's not cheap, right? No, I mean, the issue is that they can't take cost out of their business faster than they have to bring price down to respond to competition. Um, you know, again, I think to John's point, we are seeing slowing demand. It's, it seems to have reached sort of a near-term peak in, in, in terms of interest. Um, we know that taste, texture, and price are sort of the primary drivers for adoption. Taste and texture, they've made progress on it, but they've acknowledged they're not all the way there. And um, on price, we know they're not there. So, uh, you know, that's being compounded now by this. You know, I've always, I've long thought this was the issue that the plant, I was always skeptical of the plant-based meat adoption curve as Beyond Meat has presented it. Um, They they tried to liken it to alternative dairy, plant-based dairy. 
But the issue is there's no need state within plant-based meat uh, similar to uh, plant-based dairy, i.e. lactose intolerance. So uh, folks who are making this decision have to really want to make it. I think it's it's a real category. I don't think it's a fad, but I do think it's a multi-generational bill. It will take a lot of time for folks to pivot towards this product, and it will take a lot of improvement and consequently capital and investment on the parts of players like Beyond Meat. So if we have a fundamental problem here with demand that's slipping, um, you know, I don't know if people like something different than, than this plant-based <laughs> burger or they would like to go back to their old steak or they're just, I don't know exactly what they're doing or why the demand is slipping. But that being said, when we take a look, John, is there a possibility of mergers or acquisitions or maybe pairing up or doing something differently? Because they've certainly had the right partnerships they certainly are in the right positioning in the market. And look, I think it tastes pretty good, um, you know, but it's not working or not yet. Yeah, I mean, we think at this point, the potential for some sort of a merger is pretty low. I mean, even, you know, given the weakness in the stock, I mean, you're still trading close to four times revenue. Um, it is a big multiple for a company that, uh, you know, to Brian's point is, you know, burning cash still probably through 2024 at least. Uh, and there's still quite a bit of risk in the story. You're building manufacturing capacity online. You haven't really begun to advertise yet. The food service environment is not really stable. There's questions about retail. So, uh, you know, our view is that the risk for a strategic alternative is pretty low or the potential is pretty low at this point. And you know, our assumption is that if you continue to work through it as a standalone company and manages through this kind of shorter term air demand curve. Yeah. I should have asked you both what you do like. I mean, I'm out of time, but Brian, quickly, what do you like? What do you say is buy or strong buy? Brian? Well, I think if we're looking within the, the comp group that Beyond Meat's trading in, I would prefer Oatly over Beyond Meat uh, simply on the basis of um, I like plant-based milk over plant-based meat. I think the secular trends are stronger there. Um, I think another name in the growth staples uh, space is Fresh Pet. Uh, you, you want strong, sticky demand. Uh, that doesn't exist anywhere uh, any better than Fresh Pet. Yeah, and I was looking up Oatly a, a short time ago. And John, what do you like in this food area? Well, we think plant-based is a structural growth opportunity, but at the right price and right time. So right now, we actually prefer uh, protein nutrition, sports nutrition, uh, Bellowing brand, Simply Good Foods, maker of Atkins and Quest Bars. We're seeing very strong pricing power right now and very limited elasticity on the volume side. Yeah, nice to see you both. Brian Holland of Cowan and John Baumgartner of Mizuho Securities USA. Thank you both for being here with us today.